You're watching Meet the Movie Press. Coming up, we're going to be talking about Woody Harrelson as Han Solo's mentor, Rogue One, Ben Affleck's Batman brouhaha, and the Golden Globes. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Meet the Movie Press. Hey! Hey, it's 2017! Wow, did that happen? We're living in the fucking future, man! Oh my god! Welcome to Meet the Movie Press. I'm your loyal servant, Jeff Snyder, and with me as always... A little bald fella, Simon Thompson. Hello. Good to see you, buddy. I missed Happy you. Happy New Year. I genuinely missed you. It's been a long time. Are you it's now going to respond like to my text? It has been three weeks. I'm sorry. It's fine. I texted you. I was like, is Jeff... Is Jeff Next time, is... FaceTime me so I can I can see you in the little You square. don't want to see that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> How was Beantown? Uh, it was cold, but it was good to be around the fam. Good. And I saw some, uh, saw some movies. Sweet. And, uh, you know, ate some good food. How about you? Uh, I, I had a lot of people... A lot of people coming through my door over the last couple of weeks. Last okay. night, kind of nice to have my shit to myself. Yeah, you're gotta, gotta replaced gotta like honest. a hostel, huh? Yeah, yeah, but without the murder of the Eli Roth movie, uh-huh. you know. But you still have the costume. Less slashy. I still have the costume. Of course I do. Of course I do. Uh, yeah, no, it was nice. It was great. Uh, Good. Loved having people to stay. Even better to see them fuck off. A- any resolutions this year? Uh, no. Do you know what? Someone said to me, like, do you have any resolutions? And I'm like, no, I genuinely don't, Mm -hmm. because I would probably break them all. And I'm like, why set myself up for failure? Right. I I just I just want to kind of set a bit more time aside to watch stuff that I want to watch. You know, I did that last night. Train to Busan. Oh, yes. Holy shit. I know there were so many of those. Right. You know, it's difficult. It's another in just, a long line. I know. Oh, my God, another one. <laughs> Kevin Hart's Train to Busan. <laughs> What's it? This is our bit. Where is Busan? Right, this is a bad career move. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I love... Holy shit, you should watch that, seriously. All if right. you have not watched that, you should do it. I know. A lot, a lot of horror aficionados who mm. I respect have told me to, to check that it's out. It's also so. just a great movie, you know? I'm just... I'm, tr- I'm trying to transition to 2017 titles. Like, I can't look back. Oh, look at you. If I, if I missed you in 2016, Look at I'm you, sorry. Mr. Fancy Pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, a uh, lot to talk about this week. A lot. A All lot. right, let's dive right in. Let's talk about some Star Wars mm-hmm. stuff. Let's go into the Star universe. Wars. Here's the crawl. Yeah. News came from our boy, I think it was Justin Kroll who broke this one. The Justin Kroll. Variety. The Justin Kroll. The Justin Kroll. <laughs> Over at uh, Variety, mm-hmm. Woody Harrelson mm. to play Chris, uh, to play Han Solo's mentor, Alden yeah. Ehrenreich's mentor in the Han Solo movie. Boris Kitt chimed in afterwards mm-hmm. that, uh, that Lucasfilm had also been courting Christian Bale. What do you think? I kind of love it. I mean, Woody just played Katniss's mentor in the Hunger Games movies. Yeah. So I don't know if he's mentored out. Uh, I love Woody. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's one of my absolute favorite actors. Yep. I'm a huge Natural Born Killers guy. Uh, I think Apes looks awesome. I can't wait to see him in that world. He looks like a total badass. So I was pretty stoked by this and didn't mind going with Woody over Bale. Maybe Bale passed. I, I don't know. What well, do you think? I mean, do you know what? Starting 2017 with a Woody... Right. It's never a bad thing. Woody News to kick off 2017. Who doesn't love Woody? Great. Uh, I mean, I, I've always loved Woody Harrelson. I mean, for, for a couple of years, he kind of dropped off the Hollywood radar, and it was just criminal. You know, he suffered a touch of the Kevin Bacon. Right. Um, and it was the, the Hunger Games that actually really brought him back. And, you know, there's nothing, there is nothing that Woody Harrelson can't improve by simply yeah. 
just he's, he's so just being around a project. I love him. I love watching him. Yep. He always brings something different as an actor to every single part. It's not like you see him doing the same old shit. It's just I'm I'm very I'm pro Woody. Yeah, because I I was looking at that cast the other day. Mm. You know, the, the, you know, it says Alden Ehrenreich, uh, Donald Glover, and Amelia Clark. Yeah, and I'm like, huh. I don't know if I love that. Okay. That lineup. Um, obviously, it's cool that Donald is is Lando, and I guess Alden makes for a pretty good Han Solo. But I did not like the Amelia Clark casting. Really? So this kind of brought me back in. Uh, you see, a I bit. like Amelia Clark. I just yeah. think she's had quite a few shitty roles that really haven't given her the room to play. Mm-hmm. And I, I really think there's something out there, maybe this, that just gives her the chance to go. Do you know what? Yeah, she she's got the moxie. E- either way. I think it was great that they brought in Woody. Like that, that yeah. definitely got uh, bonus points for me. And mm-hmm. and it, it kind of would have been cool to see Christian Bale like bearded out as as. Uh, it doesn't mean they can't bring him in at some later date. Yeah, there there are other roles, and uh, it's obviously a huge universe. There's going to be I a mean, movie a year. Zeno Hour in the chat is is actually saying uh, I'd rather see Bale as a Jedi or a Sith, right. and I think you know what he would be a kick ass baddie. Yeah, he would in the be Star a great Wars villain. galaxy. I, yep, Absolutely completely agree. Um, so, you know, that's a tantalizing possibility down the mm-hmm. road. It's, it's nice to know that Lucasfilm was interested in Bale. Yeah. But, hey, can't go wrong with Woody. For me, it's 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 nice to see that, you know, I was concerned a couple of years ago when they announced the spin-off projects that it were kind of going to be also ran movies. And it's really nice to see them investing time and money. And I think Rogue One has helped a lot with this. They're putting a bit more gravitas behind it, really building mm-hmm. up their own, you know, giving it some balls, giving it some moxie. And I think that's a great thing. So let's talk about that. Okay. Rogue One. Okay. It's done okay. Uh, it's done okay. We do like to support independent film. <laughs> right. These little movies. <laughs> Got to champion the little guy here. Yeah. Rogue One has been on top of the box office for the last three weeks. Yeah. Uh, ever since it opened, mm-hmm. it's doing really well. It's not quite as well as Force Awakens, mm-hmm. but I think it's even outpacing expectations, it seems like. Yeah, and they never really expected it to, to match Force Awakens. True. I mean, even on opening, they were looking right. at about 175, you know, kind of bought that that kind of area mm-hmm. so i think they're very happy with what they got and uh, had you seen it when we had last uh, uh our last show? i, I saw it opening night yeah okay right yeah. you had so just it seen just, it just so, just the night before and, and, and remind me you you liked it you really i did liked it. i really enjoyed it yeah. yeah i thought it had flaws mm-hmm. um like many people have said i thought you know the first sort of kind of half was a little bit flabby and i thought some of the characters really could have been fleshed out more but i did enjoy it uh yeah, I was talking about it with a friend last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not really like it. I just don't think Gareth Edwards is particularly that good a director. I wasn't a okay. big fan of his Godzilla movie either. No, I did not like that. Yeah, um, but I, I like monsters. I had more fun with the Force Awakens. Sure. Uh, you, you know there were elements that I liked here, um, mm-hmm. but Felicity Jones and Diego Luna did not do it for me. I thought Ben Mendelsohn was wasted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just. I mean, Diego Luna for me was kind of Juan Solo. The st- yeah, the, st- you know, the story. I don't know. The there story was no wasn't chemistry that interesting there. to me. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about uh, the Peter Cushing thing. Sure. So, so you know, looked like Barry Manilow. It did, it didn't look human, right? No. I mean, it, I guess it could have fooled you if you didn't know, but really, he was yeah, he was like dead behind the eyes. Yeah, I mean, he's dead. Yeah. So, okay, they get the family's blessing to bring him back, yeah, right? They yeah. did do that. And and I guess it's not like, 
bringing Peter Cushing in to be the villain in Die Hard 5 or whatever. Sure. You know, like he sure. signed up for the, to be in the Star Wars universe. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. That kind of thing. So it's yeah. not like they're just exploiting Peter his, Cushing his, in nine lives. His image, right. Yeah. Um, but there's something very weird and creepy about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now with the passing of, of Carrie Fisher, yeah. you, should, you know, I, I thought about having a, a moment for silence for the, uh, her and her and Debbie Reynolds, mm-hmm. uh, who, of course, we lost over the break. Um, it, 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 I don't know. It, it creeped me out. And mm-hmm. I don't like the, you know, the possibilities that could lead to. What, where do you stand on bringing back Peter Cushing I'm, and having I mean, young Leah and all that stuff? Generally, and this this spans music as well, whether it be musical tours like bringing Elvis back with holograms. I am just not... I find it a little bit distasteful. Yeah. Um, you know, I just it just doesn't sit right with me. I, th- these people are unfortunately dead. And I think that when people die... I think their images should rest with them. I don't think there's any story that is added to by bringing somebody back. Now, let me let me ask you this. Yeah. So you you just said uh, their image should yeah. rest with them. Would would you be upset if Disney used the voice of Robin Williams uh, for the genie in, yeah, its, in its next Aladdin movie? Yeah, I would. Actually, I mean, it's not like even if the family family agreed to it and said, you know, Robin loved that character like he would have loved to have entertained another generation of kids. Yeah, I, 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 I would. I mean, ultimately, it's up to the family. You know, I mean, you know, as much as we all love Robin Williams, um, it, it's the family's decision. But I'm kind of like he wouldn't have voiced he, It's shoehorning in. You know, he didn't read a script for Aladdin to right. Um, he didn't, and it's kind of shoehorning the dialogue in as a cash in, and it just. I mean, Peter Cushing didn't read read the script for Rogue One. Yeah, um, it just for me is like I'm not really okay with that. It's, I, it's going to be very interesting to see the industry grapple with that question yeah. over the next few years. Uh, and we've seen de-aging techniques before with Jeff Bridges and mm. Tron. Um, and it, I think De Niro's doing it again for the next yeah. Scorsese movie. But I mean, I did a lot of a lot of TV, unfortunately, um, after Carrie Fisher died. Um, I did a lot of Yeah, you were all shows. over the place. I was, yeah. Um, and one thing that kept cropping up was, you know, what's going to happen with Star Wars now that Carrie Fisher has died? And we know that she completed the next movie. That's done and dusted. Right. Eight is done. THR reported that the, the, the Brain Trust was going to sit down to discuss what to do with her in Nine. Yeah. And apparently she had a much bigger role. Yeah. I just think that when you're at this point in a project, even if she was going to have a much bigger role, if that is the case, um, you've got time to rewrite. Yeah, that's what I think has you to know, be done. And I just, it wouldn't feel right to me watching a movie, especially if she does have a bigger role, to watch that. Even at the end of Rogue One, even I saw it before, obviously she died. Um, and it just, it wasn't the same. It yeah. just doesn't sit right with me. I, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, so we'll see if, if Lucasfilm and where, continues. Where do you draw the line? Exactly. You know, where do you draw the line? It's like Carrie Fisher starring in Ride Along 3. Right. I get because it's Star Wars, you can legitimately bring her back for a role as Leia. But it just strips like, you know, there's no the performance. Humanity yeah, there, I and mean, the respect for me. Yeah. 
she's sadly dead. And I just think we should. I think that they need to let to, it rest. Yeah, uh, Colin I know millions his, his of people will disagree with me, but you know, um, Colin will have his work cut out for him. So yeah. we're addressing that. Yeah, uh, nice. he's a really nice guy. He's a genuinely nice guy. I remember interviewing him um, for a small indie movie that he did many years ago. Safety not guaranteed. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which is on Netflix, by the way. So if you haven't seen it, you should really check that out. It's a great yep. movie. Um, and he's a genuine, decent guy. So I'm sure he'll that do the right thing. He will do the right thing. Yeah. Whatever he feels in his gut, he'll make it work. Okay. Um, let's talk about Ben Affleck's Batman sure. statements where yeah. he was kind of like waffling on the, you know, we're working mm. on a script and I'm not going to direct anything without, you know, the best possible script. And he's sort of been saying a variation of that for yeah. a while. Um, there's still, is, is, there's, is there a release date for this movie? No. I mean, they were talking about 2018. Okay. But in a very general, it'll happen in 12 months. I'll tell you. Kind of I thing. just wonder, because the, ti- the timing of all this is very suspicious. Yeah. And it all comes out around live by night. Yeah. You know, which I don't think Ben has been very happy with the reception to that film. I don't know if he was, if he's been pleased with the marketing. Mm. I don't know if, I don't know if he has so much weight on that lot sure. over on well, the Warner Brothers lot because of the Best Picture win for Argo. If he is sort of pushing his decisions through and and like boxing out Sue Kroll, mm. um, I just there's something weird going on there. Yeah, I feel like, and it's a, and it's about how Live by Night is performing. Uh, you know, it's the first miss in Affleck's career because he was three for three prior to that. Yeah, you haven't seen the movie. I saw it in a conference room, which they were Warner Brothers was not happy about. It's not my fault. I, right. I went to a screen. I didn't know I was going to see it in a conference room sure. that day. Uh, it's not good. It's it how Ben would have wanted you it to see it. Right. It doesn't matter what fucking size screen I see sure. it on. It's not. It's not a good movie. Okay. Uh, so, what did you, like? How did you um, interpret the Batman stuff that he was talking about? I I just think that he. <sighs> For me, it just seems that... I know he's had a lot of conversations with a lot of people about getting involved with the movie. You know, he's been talking about this for a long time with a lot of people, both talent and, you know, producers, other directors, studio heads. Um, It just... I think that... It it, it smacks to me of him losing a little bit of faith in what they want to do with the movie. And he is very much... About integrity. Mm-hmm. And he's about longevity. And he <laughs> I mean, has. Ben Affleck is very much about integrity. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, he's been burnt a lot of times over the years. If you look right. back at his career, you know, for, for Reindeer Games, you know, Jersey Girl. Sure, he's experienced the ups and downs of the roller coaster of Hollywood. Exactly. So he doesn't want to take, especially at this point in his career, he doesn't want to take a misstep. Yeah, because not everybody can after do this movie. Not everybody can do fatal. a McConaughey. You know, Matthew McConaughey. You know, he started doing rom coms. Right. He left Hollywood for a while. He came back as a serious actor. He perhaps at his point in his career can't do a Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to take a misstep, and I think he's seen what's happening with Batman in the Justice League movies, Batman versus Superman, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I think, like many other people who've been involved and very closely, personally attached to Batman. Sometimes you've got to step away and go, I'm just, I'm not that guy. He's a good Batman, but I think you're right. He's smart enough to recognize that the quality of these two movies, Batman vs. Superman and Suicide Squad, has not been good. It's just, it's not encouraging. It needs a Nolan touch. And you look at the other corners of this universe, like The Flash, where Mm. Rick Famuyiwa gets fired. Um, 
I mean, he's spoken to and, and he's spoken to Chris Nolan about it. You know, they, those guys have conversations sure, about Batman. Sure, but I don't know. It's not like Nolan's writing the movie for him. I mean, uh, you look at DC; just seems to be throwing stuff against the wall because yeah. at first it was going to be you know the Flash and Cyborg. Now the Flash is having problems. We haven't heard anything on Cyborg. Now all the attention is like, oh, there's a Deadshot spinoff. There's yeah. Gotham City Sirens. It's just like. I don't know. It's it's changing with the wind a little bit too much. Mm. Um, and I, I don't know. You haven't really seen Marvel do that with the exception of uh, getting rid of the Inhumans movie. Yeah. So. I, I just think he's he's looking at it and going, do you know what? I don't see, as you mentioned, the other projects you know coming up. I don't see Batman as it was possibly, you know, the main tent hole. And now it's kind of moving off that. And I think as it moves more away from that slant he's looking at it going do i want to be in the dc universe do i want to be the b level guy and i think it needs i think batman needs looking at it who's the a level guy what do you mean well i think that they're, they're pushing through with these other franchises i think that's gonna he's, be he's still the guy he's still the, the cornerstone um i'm sure he knows that because it's not henry cavill <laughs> No. It's Batman. I think it always will knows. be Batman up on that yeah. lot. But I think they, they're, they're moving away. I, don't, I think because they realize now that some of the things that they haven't quite got right, they're kind of going, well, let's bring that down a little bit and let's push. No, they're definitely know, the adjusting the levels based on thing fan up. reaction. Yeah. Um, let's move over to another comic book universe, sure. uh, the X-Men universe, yeah. where you tell me that James McAvoy's Professor X is going to be in the new Mutants movie? Apparently so. Yeah, that's what they're looking at doing. I mean, I, I thought that James had um, kind of said goodbye to that, and certainly on the, the press tour for X-Men Apocalypse, um, uh, Apocalypse yeah, um, he, was, he was pushing it, mm-hmm. but his heart wasn't in it. Um, I thought that he would kind of, you know, kiss that good night, put it to bed. Uh, seems that he's actually going to bring back Professor X for. And that for and that makes sense. I think that you do need some connective tissue. Yeah, I think Professor X is the character that makes the most sense. I don't think McAvoy has worn out his welcome. No. Like a, you know, it's not necessarily time like it is for Hugh Jackman to ride off into the sunset. Mm. Uh, I think, I mean, I just think also James McAvoy is someone who's done a lot of very successful movies. He's been at the forefront of those, but I think he's yet to find, he's yet to peak for me. Yeah, I could see that. I think he needs this franchise to yeah. stay yeah. relevant. Yeah. Uh, Although I haven't seen Split. I've heard great things about Split. He's, re- he's very really good in Split. Yeah. I didn't love Split. Um, okay. Interesting. I can't wait for you to see the end of that movie, though. And we're gonna have a great discussion about it. Okay, I can't wait. Oh my god, <laughs> um, you're getting a Harrelson. Yeah. Uh, all right. Mm. So, so New Mutants is going to be filming later this year. It is potentially, yeah. and that's yeah. Josh Boone. Yeah, yeah. Josh Josh Boone's a good guy. Uh, so, rooting for that project to come together yeah. as he as he hopes. Um, and I know that the the Deadpool creator uh is also he's doing an they, they're doing an extreme extreme universe is that over at uh fox or who did i who was that I think deal it with is. yeah yeah i think be. it is yeah i mean i i see them sort of playing playing the field with a lot of other possibilities more than sort of warner are and i think i think deadpool has a lot to do well, with that right they, they're taking maybe more willing to take more risks yeah. after deadpool but we'll also see if any of these movies actually get made i mean we've seen these kinds of announcements before and sometimes i don't they shift know to TV. any of the titles really 
I'm not really familiar with any of those characters. No, but look at Doctor Strange for Disney. That's true. I, I wasn't mean, familiar at, with him either. You know, that, that performed exceptionally well. They were kind of looking at it in line with an Ant-Man, and it far exceeded that. So I think, you know, we, we're having to shift our perception, certainly as, as journalists in the industry, for, right. you know, these, these sub-characters who are coming through, and they just... You know, they hit the sweet spot with audiences, something a bit creative, something a bit interesting, you know, because there's a lot of stuff out there, especially when it comes to blockbusters now, that are quite dull. You feel like you've seen it before. It's right. very cookie and cutter. And these characters we, we haven't they really seen before. So. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Doctor Strange, mm. uh, was there not concept art yeah, featuring Ryan Gosling? Yeah, concept art that came out today. I actually saw this on, on Slash Film. Shout out to, to the guys there. Um, Ryan Gosling with some concept art. Now... T- to me, I think you know Benedict, Benedict crushed it. Was, yeah. he absolutely? But you was can, the I can see guy. Gosling with like the little goatee. Yeah, and-, and it was kind of it was cool, but it wouldn't. I don't think the film had he taken the lead it would have been half as successful. A very handsome guy, great actor. Love him in La La Land. Love him in pretty much everything that he's done. Yeah, would not have had the gravitas, the balls, the drama that you know become. I don't know. I think he has a darkness to him. He, I think he he's he could make a good strange. What I'm curious is, it's just like Marvel is. Oh, you know, after Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch was cast and the movie was in the yeah. can, they were like, oh, Benedict was always our guy, right? Mm. But we know for a fact Joaquin was was in the mix. Maybe at that point they had already approached Benedict and it just he couldn't do it for whatever reason. Sure. So then they went to Joaquin. Where does like Gosling fit? into this like you know where mm. was this when was this concept art commissioned etc i wonder if he was like the original choice or between walking and benedict i i don't know uh but, it but is you've got to look at when when the, sort of the, the project was conceived i mean that would have been two possibly three years ago when they were originally looking at doing doctor strange obviously seeing it as a as, as a feeder movie like they saw ant-man mm-hmm. and at that point ryan gosling was he was kind of the hot shit he was coming off things like drive etc etc so he would have been, you know, a pretty obvious choice. I mean, we all remember like two or three years ago where mm. every single movie, he was the Kevin Hart of the day. Every single movie, the it was Kevin Ryan, Hardest. you know. <laughs> you and Kevin every Hart. Dozen. Uh, you know, he was like, everything is like, oh, they're, they're making a movie. Ah, oh, okay, Ryan Gosling is potentially in talks to do it. You know, that that's how the landscape was two or three years ago. Um, so, so the, I would love to see those two in a movie. So this way. extreme universe, mm. and maybe Ryan Gosling will end up as a superhero in this extreme universe. Blade, Blade Runner twenty fifty with Ryan Gosling and Kevin Hart. Right. Yes. You robot. Um. But speaking of Ryan Gosling, mm-hmm. he's going to play Neil Armstrong yeah. for Damien Chazelle. Yeah. I don't really know why this story had a second life other than La La Land is out and getting. I attention. think it was the holidays. That was my cast. Friend. That was cast. Yeah. That was months and months ago. Like, People were looking for news. That was that was old news. I guess yeah. the deal closed. Now it's official. Ta-da! But like, anyways, uh, Ryan Gosling as Neil Armstrong. Mm. Eh. I don't know. Every, all these actors have to get into space now. I can predict. I the, can predict the critic quotes that are going to appear. <laughs> Gosling's out of this world. It's one small step for Ryan Gosling. Yeah. <laughs> one giant. <laughs> If I could give it more stars, I would. I, I read, you know, someone had, uh, I think, mentioned, like, Alexander Skarsgård might have been a better fit for this. And, yeah. and um, actually, he's a, oh, I, I, I I'm actually inclined to agree. I do not love him. as Really? I don't think, I don't think he's a very good actor. Oh. But physically, uh, yeah. I could actually see him as Neil Armstrong more than Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, all these actors they just want to go into space and see their head in a little helmet bubble. Like, that's what it's all. It's just Kevin Hart in space. 
literally every, every single major actor is going off into space. Yeah. Like, holy crap. I, I've lost track. We're going to see a spate of space movies because, you know, the audience, it's really interesting. Uh, the, the amount of times that uh, over the holidays I heard people talking about movies like Arrival and talking about intelligent sci-fi movies. Sure. We're going to see in the next couple right. of years. After gravity and everything. Yeah. I'm nervous. Not passengers. I'm nervous about life. Mm. With Gosling, uh, I mean, uh, with that, Gyllenhaal and, uh, that, and Ryan to Reynolds. To me, when I saw the trailer, it kind of felt a bit like a funny or die take on Alien or yeah. something. And I'm like, which looks awesome. I'm totally psyched for Alien. How that? Did you yeah. see that trailer? Oh god, Covenant yeah. trailer. Oh yeah. man, that looks awesome. Yeah, that looks seriously hardcore. I'm very excited about that. But yeah, a lot, but, of, a lot of yeah. space stuff. Just. I still want to see like a movie like about the first murder on the, on the in a space station or a murder on the moon. Like mm. I'm totally ready for that. I think there was a script uh, like Fargo set on the moon, if you will. Wow. Um, I don't know. I want to see like a different take on that than just uh, there's new, there's we found life. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Hart, Ice Cube. Yes, space. Let's let's not talk Dwayne, about Kevin Hart. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. The rest of the night. Um, okay. <laughs> although there may there may be one. Uh, Disney just set David oh. David Dobkin to do overnight. Okay. Uh, I could see that as a Kevin Hart movie. Yeah. I've heard his name in connection with that before. What's the story behind that? I'd also heard Mark Wahlberg's name uh, mentioned for that. He was I actually want... the name I'd, I'd heard most recently. You know, I love serious Wahlberg. I love comedy Wahlberg. Right. Uh, it's like about like a dad and a kid who like get uh, I think trapped in, in in like a toy store or something overnight. Okay. Um, yeah. That's quite cool. So, uh, whether, whether that ends up being Mark Wahlberg or Kevin Hart, it, expect to see that as like a nice double Disney movie. Talking about toy stores, I watched, I've been rewatching a lot of... Some Home Alone 2. Old, old, no. God, no. Damn it. It's got Trump in it. Um, <laughs> I, I rewatched The Toy recently, Richard Oh, Pryor. that's good. That's pretty racist. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, super racist. I was watching it going like, oh my... I was going to buy it for my nephews because I was uh-huh. like... I, for the holidays, I bought my nephews, um, my, my, my brother's kids, um, a load of movies that, that I grew up watching and I, I watched with my brother, you know, to try and get them... You know, they, they love movies just to kind of reestablish those memories. So, you know, some great stuff like, you know, Big and Splash and stuff like that. I was going to get them the toy and then I watched it on cable and I was like, yeah, it's pretty, pretty fucking racist. Yeah. 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 Okay. It was really awkward. I was watching it getting like, oh, boy. Yeah. I won't revisit that again. Um, there's, wow, there's just so much here. Holy crap. We don't have enough <laughs> Can we show. talk about Chucky? Sure. Let's talk about Chucky. Okay, so I saw this the other day. Okay. Uh, I saw the, the trailer and, and the whole thing from Don Mancini. Mm-hmm. We share a hairdresser, by the way. Oh. Um, I didn't share a hairdresser I with anybody. I fucking love Chucky. I, ha- I don't yeah. know if I saw the last one with Brad Dorff's daughter, Fiona. It's good. It's seriously you, so good. So you've seen them all. Yeah, yeah, I've seen them all. Okay, I, I I'm a glutton yeah. for punishment. Didn't see the last one. I'm, I'm excited about this. Yeah. It's called Cult of Chucky, a right? Cult of Chucky. And they're bringing back the original kid, Alex Vincent. Yeah. The original, it's Andy, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I remember in the UK there was, um, when I think it was the second movie or the third movie that came out, I think it was the second one. Um, and there was a there was a, a murder in the UK, and it was two kids who uh, abducted a child from a, a shopping mall, yeah, uh, and and killed him. Uh, uh, and it was you know because of that they'd been watching one of the Chucky movies before. So in the UK, the franchise was kind of like a no go. I think it was Chucky. I think it was Child's Play Two mm-hmm. that, that happened. Um, 
but then that kind of died down, and they obviously did they did um, Bride of Chucky, which was more comedic. Right, that moves into the campy, which stuff. was fun. The first three, though, were really good. Yeah, solid. I liked solid all of movies. Them. Yeah, really good. Um, so I'm, I'm, I, you know, the last one that, that came out. It's it's on uh, Netflix at the moment. It's really good. It's really dark. Um, it doesn't have a huge starry cast, and I think that really works for it very well. If you have not seen it, you should check it out. Um, but I think Chucky is an underloved Hollywood horror icon. I would like to see more mm. doll movies that aren't like Annabelle. Yeah. That kind of shit. I want, I'm want. i so not... I, Chucky had some great uh, one-liners. Yeah. Like, there was some actually decent writing in the Chucky series. Um, I like the idea of going back to the original to sort of, you know, bring it full circle. Yeah. Um, I also like that the tone is supposed to be a little bit scarier. Yeah. Uh, more in line with that uh, 80s horror. Uh, and I think audiences have got a taste for that right now. I mean, yep. we saw some really strong horror movies last year in 2016. Yeah. Really uh, strong. And also, Brad Dorif, who I love. And actually, I just watched Nightwatch the other night, and he's oh, in that. Um, genius. He's not getting any younger. No. You know, he's 66. Uh, I think you got to take advantage of that voice mm. while you still can. Because yeah. Chucky's just not the same without... Brad Doris voice. No, so. I wouldn't want to see a recast. Um, let's uh, let's move on. A million things here. Travante Rhodes from Moonlight joined the Predator. Yes, cast, which may I hear. I mean, uh, I think Boris reported him is going to be set in the suburbs. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I, I touched on that um, just before we we took the, the the festive break. I think it's great. Oh, okay. I think it's something that that Alien versus Predator Requiem really dropped the ball on because there's because uh, part of that is set in the suburbs. It just they totally didn't utilize the possibilities and the possible storylines around that at all. And for me, that was one of the one of the many reasons that that movie sucked. Um, but I, I think it's great. Yeah, it sounds you know. cool. I mean, I, to me, a Predator movie is set in the jungle, but you're right. I've seen that a million times. I mean, I love Predator 2. I could think be that's interesting. massively overlooked. With just like a little boy, like, what's what's that? Did I see something in the tree out there? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that sounds Sweet. cool. And, and congrats to Trevante Rhodes. Um, yeah. Uh, he's going to be playing Boyd Holbrook's like uh, best friend, former military guys. Sweet. Um, Kevin Smith is mm. directing a Batman-themed episode of The Goldbergs. Yes. Do you, do you ever watch that show? I, I do occasionally, mostly on planes. Yeah. It's one of my favorite shows. Uh, but I love you know the different themed episodes mm. that they have. So this one is going to be built around Tim Burton's Batman. And I love the idea of Kevin Smith stepping in to direct it. I think he's kind of perfect uh, for that fit. I'm, you know, he's a good fit for the series. Even though I think I, I thankfully got to interview Kevin a couple of years ago for, for Red State. Um, I love that movie. I absolutely love that movie. Um, I think that there's a project out there that has his name on it that we don't know about right now. I really want to see a resurgence of Kevin Smith. I want to see a studio invest some serious Kevin Smith time. I love Kevin Smith. I love his work. He has turned out in the last couple of years some shit. Yeah, I I love Kevin Smith, too. He's my boy. And he he always will be. And I'll always be, uh, you know, uh, loyal to him. Mm. But I think his studio days are behind him. Do you think so? Yes. You see, I, I think he's got another really strong movie in him. I consistently I think so too, but I think he, he will make it outside the system. Really? Uh, he is not. Him in the system, that isn't going to happen again, I don't think. I, I just don't That's think, a shame. He, he, he hated working in the system. Mm. I don't think the system... It's particularly like you know excited I, to work what, with him. What I don't want to see is is a Kevin Smith comic book movie. 
I'm I, fi- I'd be fine to check that out. You see, I don't. I, I think we've just learned in the last couple of years that when you're too close oh. to the material, it can go horribly wrong. I mean, I would have loved many years ago to have seen his his Superman. That I'm open awesome. to that just because it, it gives him parameters within to work. Because I think he's just been going like coloring outside the lines. Lately. Okay, I take that back. Actually, Kevin Smith's Ant Man two. <laughs> I'm telling you, he. I think I'll he, he could actually do something like that. Yeah. Um, it, Marvel's not going to hire Kevin Smith. Uh, Can we start? A, you know who Marvel a, did hire, though? Who? Sterling K. Brown. Yeah, I saw that this to morning. To join the cast of Black Panther. Yeah. Uh, he was amazing as Chris Darden mm-hmm. on People vs. OJ. And uh, I, I, it's just a great casting. And we don't know who it is. Like, we have the character's name, mm. and he's described as a figure from Black Panther's past, but there is no character by that name in canon. Okay. So maybe it's going to be a surprise reveal who he is. Either way, another great addition to that cast. Well, let's hope that at the end they don't pull the face off and it's Johnny Depp like they did at the end of Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. <laughs> Look yes, at me, I'm Black Panther. No, you're not. Let's hope not. Um, Tom Hardy mm. and Channing Tatum yeah. circling Triple Frontier over at yeah. Paramount. This is a movie that uh, they've been trying to make for years. It was going to be Catherine Bigelow. Um, right? And then uh, JC now JC Chandor is doing it. Sure. Uh, a million stars have come and gone, um, including Tom Hanks. Now we've got another Tom H. And the idea of pairing him with Channing Tatum is exciting. Uh, I think the premise for this movie has always been interesting. Yeah. I am very curious to see if J.C. Chandor is the right guy for this. Okay. I mean, he was supposed to do Deepwater Horizon. Yeah. Uh, and that didn't work out. Yeah. I think for, you know, because of creative differences. And Deepwater came out great. In Peter Berg's hands, so I just don't know if if I see J.C. Chandor as up to a big testosterone-filled movie like this, but okay. What do you, I mean? I don't know where you stand on him. I, I mean, I, I'm kind of indifferent on his work. I think he's had moments where mm-hmm. he's he's really delivered. I think when it comes to dramatic tone, I think he nails it. Whether we're looking at sort of action set pieces, etc., etc., that kind of drama, I don't know. But I think when it comes to, you know, sort of scoping dramatic interaction, that he can do. What's your favorite of his films? Mar- so it's Margin Call, All is Lost, and A Most Violent Year. Margin Call. Yeah, mine's A Most Violent Year. Okay. Um, and, I, and I bet that there are a lot of people who would say All is Lost. So he's kind of all, yeah. all over the board, different responses to J.C. Chandor. But hey, t- more Tom Hardy is a good thing. You're going to watch that new show, Taboo? Taboo. I, I haven't watched it yet, but the I reviews have to. not the reviews, been good. No. But I, I it like, might keep me I like away. Tom Hardy. So do I. And you I, know, I, I loved him in Legend. Uh, that was a film that I personally really mm-hmm. liked, but it got you know, a fair drumming by critics. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I enjoyed that. I like watching Tom Hardy act. I just showed my, my roommate uh, Bronson. And he's he's just he holds the screen. He's a fascinating mm. actor, Tom Hardy. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, I'll, I'll check out Triple Frontier well, he, if this comes that, together. I've forgotten the name of it. The the movie he did a couple of years ago was just him in a car talking on a Lock. phone. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to show my roommate that next. Great movie. Yeah. Really great movie. Um. All right, we gotta we gotta move some of this stuff along. Okay. Let's talk about the Globes. Sure. Uh, we'll try to burn through that. Happening this weekend. Happening this weekend. <clears throat> uh, who's hosting? It's Jimmy Fallon. It is. Yeah. All right. Who's gonna? We'll do. Who Who's gonna win? Who should win? Are you going to any parties or anything? Uh, I'm not. I'm actually gonna be Neither I'm working uh, in the office at Reuters covering. Okay. It. Yeah, Great. I'm gonna be that this, end of it. I think I may have. Uh, you know, th- this may be my first Golden Globes. I just get to enjoy from home. Nice. Um, all right. Best picture drama. Who do you think is going to win? Who who should win? It's real. This is a contest really between Manchester and Moonlight. 
Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think it might go to Casey Affleck. This is best picture. Oh, best picture. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, I, I think it's going to go to Manchester. Yeah. Um, I don't think. I don't know. I, th- I think. I think Moonlight is going to win. I think Moonlight okay. is going to pull off the upset. I think HFPA is going to want to get in front of this movie or yeah. get behind it and um, and come off as very progressive. I just don't know how much Manchester by the Sea speaks to a group of international jur- journalists, but I guess pain, grief and pain is universal. Mm. That That is going to be a very interesting race. Yeah. I think Manchester is the better movie by far, so that's the should win for me, but I think Moonlight will win. Okay. Uh, best picture, musical or comedy? This seems like a, a, a lock. La La Land. Yeah. That, that's over and done with. Should win and will win for me. Same goes for best director. Yeah. I think that Damien will win. Barry Jenkins could give him a run for his money. Um, and, and I know, you know, the HFPA is a bunch of star fuckers. Yeah, so uh, you never know about Mel Gibson. Yeah. And, and Hacksaw Ridge could surprise, too. Variety actually predicted uh, Hacksaw Ridge winning, really? winning Best Picture Drama over Ma- Manchester and Moonlight. Interesting. Um, but... I don't see that I just, happening. I don't see that happening. And I think Damien walks away with Best Director and yeah. Cakewalk. Best Actor Drama. This is Casey versus Denzel again. Denzel for Fences. Do you know what? I'm I'm going to go with Denzel. I, so because I, his, his performance in Fences uh-huh. is nothing short of remarkable. Again, they are star fuckers, and, and Denzel is such a big star, and I know he's been working the circuit. Um... This is also, I think, going to be a closer race than people give it credit for. Mm. I think Casey Affleck's work is ultimately undeniable and that he will win. I think he should win. But I wouldn't be surprised. I made a $10 bet on Denzel. I bet $100 on the Golden Globes on a whole bunch of different... Yeah, a whole bunch of different things. And I did put 10 down on Denzel just in case he pulls off the upset. Uh, Best Actress Drama. This is wide open. Natalie Portman is the uh, perceived frontrunner. But you've got uh, Isabel Huppert Mm -hmm. from... L and then Amy Adams from Arrival could play the spoiler. A lot of competition here with Emma Stone out of the way. Who takes it, Simon? You know, I I think I don't think it's going to be. I I didn't like Jackie. Okay, I loved it. I thought she was tremendous. Yeah, I just that film it just didn't. It's work rubbing a lot of people the wrong way. Um, I'm going to go with Amy Adams. I I think she'll win. I don't know if she's the right person to win, mm-hmm. but I think she will win. I I'm gonna say that Natalie Portman does win. I think that they okay. would love that, like a, a pregnant Natalie Portman on on stage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I also bet Amy Adams and Isabel Huppert to, for the, for the upsets just because yeah. it, it was worth it. They're such uh, big underdogs and. For, for really no reason, because they all do phenomenal work. Uh, I thought Amy Adams was great in Arrival. Mm. Uh, it seems like Emma, Goss- uh, Emma Gosling, Emma Stone is going to win for La La Land, Best Actress in the yeah. Columbia Musical. Yeah. Uh, will Ryan Gosling do the same, or will maybe Hugh Grant upset him for Florence Foster Jenkins, a movie I did not see? It's a great movie. It's a really great movie. Um, I think that's going to go to Ryan. Yeah. Because as, as great as Florence is... Um, I think it's going to get the pat on the back, the awards season. It d- it doesn't have the awards traction that La La Land is. It's a great has. movie, though. It's I just, a really great movie, but I just don't... 
against that competition, I just don't think it's going to... I just don't know if he's getting caught up in the La La Land wave, and there, and no one is really in love with his performance, but mm-hmm. they love the movie so much, and he, you know it's so much better than all the other movies in the category. But it's not It's not when you come out of that movie. It wasn't the performance that people were talking about. It was Meryl Streep, and it was Simon right. Helberg. Oh, oh, you're talking about Hugh Grant. I was talking yeah. about Ryan Gosling. You know, it, it's, it just wasn't... It wasn't the, oh, well, that's Hugh Grant's great. Yeah. He, he's very, very competent in it. It's a great movie. It's a great performance. But it wasn't the talkability thing. And the dark horse will be Ryan Reynolds from yeah. Deadpool, uh, a surprise nomination. Mm. You never know what could happen at the HFPA. He's been campaigning hard. He's been working the room. And as far as like a comedy, you know, he's very good in the role. Great movie. Great role. I it's, just yeah. don't think... Yeah, it would be a, a real crazy upset, but you know, maybe it gets... Uh, I also it think the ratings. I think they know they're not going to get it. I mean, I'm, I might be proved wrong in a week's time, but I think what they'll have probably done is created a really sassy, viral mm-hmm. bird flip to push out on Monday morning. Um, supporting actress, I think, is going to go to Viola Davis. Yeah. Uh, that That's seems a given, like a lot. I think. And we'll, we'll end our Golden Globes uh, segment of the show with Best Supporting Actor, which is wide open. Mm-hmm. Mahershala Ali from Moonlight, mm-hmm. uh, Jeff Bridges, and Dev Patel from Lion. Those are the three strongest contenders. Dev Patel almost like a lead. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to And a known seen... entity from Slumdog Millionaire. But, uh, you know, Jeff Bridges is, is big, so... I'm quite surprised that Lion, while very well respected by critics and, you know, watched by many people, didn't quite get the box office platform that it deserved mm-hmm. as a movie so i think out of those jeff bridges okay because i think there's an undercurrent for for hell or high water that i think is really really strong and i think that i think that's going to clinch it for jeff i think uh mahershala ali from moonlight is the presumed front runner but i think he's very vulnerable yeah um just because Bridges, he is like he's credited as the lead in in Hell or High Water. Dev Patel is the name on the poster in Lion. Like yeah. it's tough to compete with half a movie versus a third of a movie. A um, couple of other things here. There's going to be a women's march at Sundance. Yep. Very interesting. Chelsea Handler is going to lead that. Uh, just another Sundance thing. I wasn't invited to. Just a joke. <laughs> I'm not going. Um, it seems like relativity. Stick a fork in it, it's done. Uh, Dana Brunetti and Ryan Kavanaugh have effectively left the company. Yeah. Uh, really sad. Um, it's crazy. Just the ups and downs of Hollywood again. A few years ago, you know, Variety were debating calling them the new uh, mini major, the new Lionsgate. And, yeah. and a few years later, you know, the House of Cards has crumbled. Uh, but, Li- I mean, Lionsgate, you know, Lionsgate was the new Lionsgate. And they're not exactly outside of things like La La Land, and they didn't have a great 2016. I don't know about that. What else did they... Hacksaw Ridge? Patriot's Day? I mean, they're just... Uh, Yeah, great movies, but box office bums on seats could have been stronger. Yeah, I guess. You know. Well, they didn't didn't have a Hunger Games this year. Uh, MK Songbird in the chat is saying that THR is reporting that uh, Keegan-Michael Key uh, has joined Shane Black's The Predator. That's cool. Fine by me. I'd, I'd so. like to see him do something a little bit more dramatic and act because he has the right body. Like he has a nice fucking build. Uh, yeah. f- physically, I'd like to see him take a shot at an action movie. Interviewed him recently for Why Him. He's great. Really nice guy. Yeah. He's really he's really fantastic. nice guy. He was, you know, Big fan. Did a lot of interviews. Also, uh, Why Him? I mean, that I like that. Yeah, I like that. Why didn't it do more box office? Kind of criminal. 
Yeah, that's like, it it's a it's a rental. Eh, you know, that's one of the. I don't I don't think it has performed poorly. It's no. been making like thirteen a weekend. Um, I thought it was funny. I thought it was horribly edited. The pacing that, on yeah. some of the scenes, they all drag. Every mm. single scene could have been tightened up. And I also think it's unforgivable in this in this day and age to end a movie in 2016 with Kiss. Like, you know, there's like a whole big Kiss element in this film. Like, what, I'm like, what fucking year is this? Yeah. Uh, so those are two huge missteps. But I do think that uh, there was enough. There were enough laughs in, in why di- I had to make it worth the, a rental. The director, um, John Hamburg, yeah. yeah, he he does like to drop in these seventies and eighties references. I mean, he did it with, yeah. you know, uh, the Hulk in "I Love You, Man," uh, Lou uh, Faringo, right. You know, he does like to make these 70s, 80s pop culture references in yeah. his movies. So I'm sure they're, they're funny for a segment of the audience. Like, if my dad had seen it, I went to see it with me, uh, my mom. If my dad okay. had come, he may, he may have loved the, the how did inclusion, How did she do with the, uh, the the language? And Is she oh, now she using had, double-dicking? She, she, in her My mom day-to-day. has heard way worse than double decking. She's heard everything <laughs> uh, from uh, with three sons who curse like sailors. Great. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that. Um, the, <laughs> why him, man? Uh, by the way, Zoe Deutsch. Yeah, loving her. Zoe, I'm I'm, I'm, fall, I'm just falling for her. Between that, her that movie, and everybody wants some. I think she's going to be a huge, yeah. uh, huge star. But again, that the, that movie's audience is not Brian Cranston fans. It's James Franco fans. Yeah. Uh, so I don't want to get the kiss thing. Uh, Sylvain White set to do a Slenderman movie at Screen Gems. Uh, I'm already sick of this character. I haven't even like I never even saw the yeah. documentary. Eh, it's played out. Well, I mean, there was a, a movie a couple of years ago that was very similar to Slenderman uh, that uh, J- um, J- Jennifer Beals did. Really shitty, shitty horror movie. I don't know what you're talking um, about. Right now. Yeah, and it's I think it's on Netflix. Um, but it was just I'm not getting Slenderman. They, Hollywood loves. This you got to jump on these internet memes when they happen. This is, feels like it's five years old. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, Adam Driver is going to be... <laughs> Stallone is going to direct Adam Driver in a movie where he has lost all four limbs. So, bo- you, Boxing Helena. Right. Did you see Silence? Uh, no. I did. I, you should see it. It was good. Really? Yep. It just doesn't do anything for me. Love Scorsese, that movie. Um... HBO moved up its its Carrie Fisher, Debbie Reynolds movie, yep. Bright Lights, uh, that airs this weekend. If you haven't been watching the OA on Netflix, yeah. highly recommended, Simon. see a lot of people talking about that. It's very divisive. It's polarizing. I loved it. Uh, I also love Deadline's piece with Cameron Crowe on Jerry Maguire. Did mm-hmm. you read that? No. Great piece. Check that I'm out. Aware of it. I haven't read it. Check that out on Deadline. Uh, a great rem- look back at Jerry Maguire. Um, Hidden Figures opened at 1.2 last night. Yeah, doing really well. Looks like it's going to be um, the top movie at the box office this weekend. No. Uh, yeah. No. Well, that's... Simon. That's Simon. Do you know... No. I, I, Rogue, I, Rogue One will be number one, and Sing will be number two, and then Hidden Figures is going to have really strong thirds. It's one of the few movies I've seen twice in the last 12 months. It's really good. I'm just Great saying it's movies. not going to be at the top of the box office. You see, I... It's, it's going to have a great opening not, weekend. It's not my prediction... I read that. That's your re- you, I think you misread it. Hey, we're, like, living, in, we're, we're living in a post-fact uh, age. Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams doing Game Night. Yeah. I love the idea of that. A bunch of adults doing a Game Night and then somebody dies and it becomes like a fucking real-life Clue movie, which is uh, what I assume they're going for. That's not a Trivial Pursuit. Valley Girl musicals happening. Uh, you know, that's really? just got a male lead. Ugh. Uh, there's a, you're gonna see a lot of musicals always sunny just had a musical episode for its season premiere uh-huh. anyways we're out of time we yeah. gotta wrap up what a week 
lot going on. First show back, 2017. <laughs> Sign the petition to make Leia an official princess. But <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and how that. the fuck does she not have... How does Carrie Fisher not have a star? I'm sure she will. Guys, this has been Meet the Movie Press. Where can the good folks find you, uh, You can find me on Twitter, at ShowbizSimon, Instagram, at ShowbizSimon, Facebook, this is Simon Thompson. A lot to cover this week. Sorry we didn't yeah. get to all of it. Uh, I am Jeff Snyder. I'll be back one day. I'll be back. I'll be back. You'll be back next Friday. You're terminated. <laughs> Goodbye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.